Hello, this is Michael Dubin with Living Skills. In our time together in this podcast, I would like to talk about attention versus affection. Attention and affection are both very important needs, but they are different. Be clear as to which you are seeking and why. Attention versus affection. Attention and affection are both very important needs, but they are different. Be clear as to which you are seeking and why. Attention is a big deal. It is in the giving and receiving of attention that we become equal in one another's eyes. If I pay attention to you, or you to me, that means we have decided that this person is worth the time and effort and acknowledgement that attention provides. Nothing drives people up a wall faster than being ignored. It certainly is one of my pet peeves. There is an eyeglass store in Midtown Atlanta that has been in its location for a number of years now. Every time I have been in that store, none of the salespeople have ever bothered to acknowledge my existence. Doesn't matter how I am dressed, the time of day, nor the placement of the stars in the heavens. We all want attention. We all seek attention. Why? Because it provides a sort of validation from others that in their eyes, we are worth them paying attention to. And as you have seen in our current world, it seems like everyone is seeking to stand out and garner, and in many cases monetize the attention, recognition, and validation they are getting, mostly via social media. Others use social media to hook up. They want the attention that it provides, as long as it is no strings attached, but the minute emotion, affection, enters the picture, they move on, despite the fact that what they are most likely seeking on a deeper level is true affection. Conversely, others of us, mostly us introverts, do not like attention or being in the spotlight. For many years, I actively practiced hiding in plain sight and am still quite adept at being invisible, especially in a crowded room. In contrast to the people who strive to be the center of attention, they feed off the energy that the attention provides them, whereas for me, I find it exhausting after a while. I prefer operating quietly behind the scenes and am very effective in that role of making things happen without it having to be all about me. We shun the spotlight, but that does not mean we shun accomplishment. But regardless of whether you are a person who actively seeks attention, or welcomes it in limited quantities on occasion, or you do your best to avoid it, it is always, and I mean always, useful to look at what you pay attention to in your life. The things you feed your attention to tend to grow, and the things, people, places, activities we withhold attention from tend to wither and fall away in our lives. Do you only give attention to getting more and more attention? Or do you give attention, for example, to the things like the important relationships in your life? It's hard to do when you are constantly giving your attention to your phone. Just saying. Do you give attention to needs like what makes you feel safe and secure in life? physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Do you give attention to generating a real sense of self-esteem from within? 
Or do you get caught in the insatiable and impossible task of seeking it from others? Do you pay attention to your need to be really creative rather than just pumping out content to stay relevant on social media? Do you give attention to creating and producing substantive accomplishments or are you relying on what captures your attention at the time? Needless to say, attention to self and one's deeper needs like self-esteem, like being creative, like being productive, is not only important, but is paramount. Those deeper needs do not go away even when we get the dopamine hit that momentary attention provides. We all need love and happiness and passion and compassion and hope and trust and the thrill, the eagerness, the excitement, the enthusiasm of just being alive. We also want to feel optimistic about our lives and need and want a sense of well-being. Do we pay attention to the primacy of those needs within ourselves and seek to meet them? Or do we just focus our attention solely on the hit we get from a response to a text message? The things we pay attention to are often what we manifest in our lives. So it is useful to inventory and review the things we feed with our attention. The things we feed with our attention often become habituated. Do you feed your hope or your cynicism, for example? Do you feed competitiveness, your jealousies, your grudges, your feelings of being unappreciated? Or do you feed joy and love and friendship? and fun. Attention-seeking is also a way to try to staunch the pain, frustration, and even despair of loneliness. As connected as we all are, there is a lot of loneliness out there in our world, and that loneliness will not be assuaged by surface-level connection. The worst loneliness is being lonely in a loving relationship, or even when surrounded by friends. I have long referred to it as the howl of loneliness wherein the sense of isolation and alienation and even despair can be so overwhelming that there seems no way out. Many of us have felt, at one time or another in our lives, that unanswered and unanswerable howl. I have a column planned on the subject of loneliness, as it is a big subject, just as is attention. But one of the surest symptoms of loneliness is becoming consumed with being superficially popular. That driving need to be popular, having lots and lots of superficial friends and acquaintances, but none of those relationships having any depth or substance. How many people do you know who make no distinction between acquaintances and real friends? Real friends, the people who will drop everything and be there, good times and bad, when you need and or want them there. As Dickens wrote in Nicholas Nickleby, Quote, family not only need to consist merely of those with whom we share blood, but also for those for whom we'd give blood. The need for attention and the desire to staunch the howl of loneliness often replaces for many the real need for affection. The withdrawal of affection, or even worse, the absence of affection from those we love and care about, threatens to leave us lonely and alone. And that loss or absence of affection causes pain, real mental, emotional, and spiritual pain. The Dalai Lama said, quote, We can live without religion and meditation, but we cannot survive without human affection. We all need affection, 
and that need for genuine affection is, wor is something worth paying attention to. Our friends at Oxford Languages via Google say that affection is, quote, a gentle feeling of fondness or liking, end quote. If you look at the many definitions of affection available online, fondness is one of the most common words used in relation to describing what affection is. Merriam-Webster.com also defines affection as, quote, a feeling of liking and caring for someone or something, end quote. We all want to be liked and cared for and have people feel fond of us. Yes, love is included in affection, but it need not be what we feel to feel affectionate towards someone. Affectionate attachment is another term found commonly. There are all kinds of ways to express or give affection. Physically, things like cuddling, holding hands, hugging, etc. Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch are commonly associated with ways affection is shown or given. These five things are often associated with what has come to be called the five languages of love, but they are ways of expressing and receiving affection. It is an important need. Yet do we pay any attention to giving affection to ourselves? Or is it always better if someone else gives it to us? How do we give ourselves any affirmation about who we are and what we do and accomplish and who we are becoming? What acts of service do we provide for ourselves? Or do we tend to treat ourselves in a very utilitarian manner? What do we give of ourselves to ourselves, like our humor, compassion, intellect, patience? Can we spend quality time alone with ourselves? Or would we rather chew glass than be alone with ourselves? When was the last time you made yourself laugh because you thought of something funny that only you would understand? Too often in our current world, people substitute and settle for attention, any kind of attention, any port in a storm, rather than seek and cultivate real affection from themselves and from others. Attention, as we discussed above, is valuable and is essential in our lives, but it will not replace the genuine need for affection. Affection, like trust, is something that grows and is earned over time. There is no easy or quick fix to meeting that need. So, by all means, grab all the attention you think or feel you need and want, but be careful about thinking it will meet the deeper and more important need of genuine affection. I hope you have found this podcast of use. If you have any questions or comments or want more information about Living Skills, please feel free to email me at livingskillsinc at gmail.com or contact me through my website www.livingskills.pro. At Living Skills, we offer positive psychology and transpersonal psychology coaching and counseling spiritual coaching and counseling, and psychological skills training and education. We are especially sensitive to the needs of the LGBTQ community and also the millennial and Gen Z generations, but our services and skills are applicable to and we work with everyone. As you know, the COVID pandemic has been hard on all of us. If you need someone to talk to or want someone to talk to, we offer a free 45-minute introductory first session. The problem with humans podcast 
is now available on my site, livingskills.pro, as well as on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and will tell friends and colleagues about it. Please join me again in the future. This is Michael Dubin in Atlanta. Thanks for listening.